You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. You know, it's not original to be beautiful. No matter how beautiful you are. No matter the designer clothes you're wearing or the hundreds of dollars you've spent on your makeup or the hours of photography put into your portfolio or the great skill and talent of the online photographer that you hired who tries to sleep with everyone he photographs. None of that is original. We have a whole host of women online these days competing intensely for the masturbation of the masses. And they all have Patreons and my sites or my links or whatever it's called and they're all over Twitter who allows nudes, nude photographs and Instagram who doesn't. And they're just everywhere. Everybody's trying to be... It's kind of like musicians nowadays. Every musician is responsible for marketing him or herself. And because record labels have been rendered almost insignificant... We have, of course, a greater number of artists to choose from, and we have a wonderful selection of original music, but who's to decide what's worth hearing? I mean, even if a friend sends you a link from, uh, you know, some artist who's a nobody, are you really going to listen to it? And even if you do, are you really going to think of it as music? What's it take to get into your brain as somebody who's an actual quote-unquote artist? Used to be if you heard a song on the radio, that meant the, that they were legit. Your favorite radio station, commercial, commercial radio station, wouldn't play a song unless it was good music. Uh, then we found out that that was all kind of pay-to-play even back then and Basically, you know, they were signed to a label and the music label was paying off radio stations to play their artists. But also they had the money for marketing and distribution. So that the song you were hearing from a a new unknown artist was really a song you were hearing from someone who had lots of money backing them and the support of a major record label, which means money and power and influence and connections. So that even 120 minutes on MTV after hours was really about, you know, bands from the UK and America who were on minor league major record labels that had a lot of money behind them. So you weren't really getting any inside information at all. And if you listen to obscure college radio, sure, you'd hear all kinds of Artists who were not signed, who didn't have money behind them, but you'd hear one song from one band one day and never hear them again. 
There was no regular airplay. There was no familiarity. They didn't, you know, put them in a rotation. They didn't even tell you who the artist was half the time when the song was over. It was just somebody gave somebody a cassette or something and they played a song once. And then they moved on. Oh, what the hell good does that do a musical artist? The point is, (laughs) that was back in the day. Now there's not even radio. Now you've got band camps and, you know, I guess, I guess you still have Facebook. I don't know. I got off there long ago because of the violation of privacy. You have SoundCloud and people posting online, of course, still on Instagram and Twitter and so forth. But at the end of the day, what music is worth listening to? Just because you like a song? And if you like one song, how's that going to help that artist? If you found some song you loved on SoundCloud and it's free and nobody knows them, how are they getting paid off of that? And even if you streamed it once on YouTube or twice or on Spotify, they get a couple cents off of that. How are they going to get their money? No, I'm sorry. Things haven't changed. You still need to be signed to a record label who is not just putting your music out there, but is scheduling you for tours and getting you played on. Yes, the commercial radio. Yes, it still matters. And so at the end of the day, things are worse now than they were for anybody in any creative field who's trying to make it because there's just the market is flooded with not just hundreds of thousands, literally millions of creators all just literally whoring themselves for attention, trying to take off into something financial. How does that really happen without luck or without what it used to take, which is somebody of merit and validity deciding that you have created something worthy of being put on a label, joining a company that has financial backing and clout with which to market your product. Now, you take that same philosophy with respect to music and you look at the women today online. None of them, precious few, are backed by money or an actual publication. I mean... Where is Playboy today? Where is Penthouse? Does it exist? What about Suicide Girls? How much money do they make from people signing up for their website? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know that the internet is flooded by lots of women showing off their breasts and more and trying to make a dime off of it, trying to say, look at me, sign up for my website, 10 bucks a month, I'll show you every single naked inch of my body. Please, please, just recognize me, pay for me, notice me. Decide that I have a pretty that's better than the pretty of the other pretties that you've seen. What's a guy with a heart on to do? <laughs> Who's he to pay for? Who's he to, how's he to decide which of these girls he should pay for, if any? And I think what most men are deciding, because they have brains in the end and aren't controlled by their penises, is none of the above. None of the above. 
Well, you know, a musical artist, you hear a song, you like them, it's just a SoundCloud, it's just a band camp, they're a nobody. You listen to it a few times. Do you go back to their page? Do you play other songs or just the one song? Do you, do you trade that one song to your friends? Do you go back and look at their whole catalog? No, of course you don't. You move on. You enjoy the one brief moment of one song and you move on. Compare that to women showing their boobies, etc. Do you dig into their vast catalog of vaginal photographs and videos? Why? They're a dime a dozen. Why would you even pay $10 to see one portfolio from one photo shoot of one naked spread? Why? At least when you bought for $250 a Playboy or a penthouse back in the day, you got multiple women. You got a bunch of news from several different women and one cover girl and, you know, spread or whatever. Look, I never even bought nude magazines. I never cared to. But the point is, back in the day when you paid very little to see some nudies, you got a potpourri. You got a bunch of choices. Nowadays, you got these girls who want way more than it used to cost to buy a magazine to see only them over and over and over again. Why? Because in one set, they have a hat on and the next set, a mask. In one nude set, they have little blue booties. And in another, they're wearing a yellow cape. I mean, honestly, how many ways can you dress up a naked body? In the end, it's still just a fucking naked body. And what makes it special? What, Nate, what, what, what is the thing that makes you want to come back to it again and again? Of course, it's the personality, it's the soul behind it, it's the human being inside the naked body. And I think, despite the fact that men like to sit at home and flip through the internet holding their dick in their hands, I'm sorry, they're Johnson or whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, uh, a face is a face, uh, a pair of breasts or a pair of breasts. Uh, and after a while, they all blend together and lose their originality. And porn becomes numbing and desolate. And I think at the end of the day, the only woman who you want to see naked is the one you like. The one you see at the cafe or the coffee shop or the Starbucks. Oh, my God, they're all the same thing. But they're different names for the same beautiful concept, which is going out casually pretending that you're out to sip on some hot java when you're really just looking at girls. So you see the girl at a cafe, coffee shop, Starbucks, and she has a nice smile, and you hear the way she talks. And you like her accessories to her wardrobe, her haircut. Maybe you like the way she walks, or maybe you like the car she drives, or maybe you like the way she looked at you across the room and made eye contact. But the point is, you only want to see her naked because you've seen her unnaked. And seeing her in a clothed human state makes you desire her. And there's the element of mystery about her privacy. And will she let you into that privacy? And what would you have to do 
to be approved enough to move into that private zone with her so that she allowed you into that private space with her. And that's something you can't find on the internet, not in on a Patreon site or OnlyFans site or Twitter. There's nothing you'll find online, not for $10, not for $20, not for free, where you are actually being personally invited into their private space. It may seem that way, but as long as you have a brain and can stop and reflect, you realize this isn't about me. They don't know me from Adam. In fact, if I tried to get to know them, they would block me as a creeper. If I tried to actually assert me as an individual or in any way, shape, or form, try to personally connect with this woman half-naked before me, she would uh, call the police and render me incapable of even speaking to her again, let alone looking at her gonads, as they used to call them, which I think was for testicles, but the bottom line is naked sexual part. Let's use gonads to reflect on all of that because it's a neat word. It's awkward and strange, like nudity online. Awkward and strange. Unnecessary, uneventful, unwelcoming. Where does it take you? Not to where you want to go. You can run off to the other room, put your dick in your hand, flip through some Pornhub, whatever, till you come. Where's that taking you? Know where you want to go. At the end of the day, we're all looking for a connection. A real connection. The sex is exciting because of the woman behind the sexuality. The sexual parts are attractive, not because in and of itself... A pair of boobs are sexy, or a vagina is aesthetically beautiful, but because it's the vagina of that woman who has that smile, who has those eyes, who has that laugh, who shared that laugh and eyes and smile to you, with you, who welcomed you between her legs to that vagina. Unless you have personally been welcomed to that special private place what's what's the worth of that special private place very little she's just another pretty face and no matter how much you might delude yourself that you are being welcomed by her public photographs you know that at the end of the day if you tried to personally connect with her she would run screaming in the other direction even if you're good looking, even if you actually fit the demographics of who she is trying to connect with in the real world, you are not in her real world. She just wants to make a buck off of you. She'd like you to not even be human. She'd prefer it if all you were was a bank account, sending her cash Every time she posted a picture of her ass. And once you realize that as a man, you realize that all of these beautiful women online are nothing but completely worthless to you. Maybe they have some value to some other guy somewhere. 
but pretty much they only have value to themselves. And it's all about them increasing their value, as in ka-ching, ka-ching, their bank account. All they're looking for really is to increase their financial value. And they're playing on your loneliness and your desire, your lust, to help them achieve their goal. But what are you really getting out of it? Because you could see a random vagina and set of boobies and bum anywhere online in the next 10 seconds, absolutely free. So what? when you pay a particular girl to see her boobies, what you're doing is being stupid. Why? Because in some delusional way, you're thinking that you, in your individual real world, could somehow matter to that girl. You're connecting to her personally. You're helping her. You're giving her some money. You're waving. Hey, look at me. I bought a membership. Be friendly with me now. Respond to my messages. Pretend you like me now. And that's enough because I'm one of the most pathetic men alive. Because that's what you're saying. Befriend me. Fake me. Lie to me. Play along as I pay you because... I just want to look at a naked woman who I think might like me, even though she never will. Look at the free naked woman if you want to jerk off, guys. Don't waste any money. And if you want to find nudity that matters, sit face to face with a woman, have a conversation And wait until she invites you in. Because I'm telling you now, that's the only kind of nudity. That's the only kind of sex. That's the only kind of orgasm that has a real payoff. And that's an orgasm with a woman who actually truly is real and wants to share her reality with you. Because as much as you desire her body, she likes you too. It's called a mutual connection. And you know what? Doesn't cost more than a cup of coffee. I love you. Yabba da boopa.